Hi, this is the first of many Find My Happy podcasts that I'm hoping to record. And this particular episode is really an introduction and talking about the story behind Find My Happy, where it started and why, really. And then going forward, I'm hoping to do other episodes um, about how other people find happiness and taking you on a journey to discover your own happiness, really. Um, And particularly the ways in which we can do that. So Find My Happy as a project started in 2016 and it's based on the idea of um, pockets of happiness. Um, This concept isn't a new concept. Um, It's basically um, seeing something good in the day, however hard your life is or any challenges you're overcoming and particularly when things are difficult. If you can just find one little thing that makes you smile if you're happy and um yeah I refer to it as a, a pocket of happiness um it's just really good to focus on the little things and um it helps you get through um that's where the basis of find my happy started and uh, the reason it started was all down to my mum and it was about uh 2014 I think she asked me if I wanted to go away uh, for the night, uh, just an hour or so away from home by the seaside uh, in just a basic hotel. Um, at this point, I had a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and my youngest was a non-sleeper. So at that point, I had a good three years of sleep deprivation under my belt, and uh, the prospect of a night away was amazing. Um, so we spent that trip um pretty much 24 hours um just enjoying the small things and um we were having a bit of a laugh that I'd gone a bit over the top with my uh this is a pocket of happiness this is a pocket of happiness oh I love this um and um it was um enjoying fish and chips it was sitting just by the sea in the sun although it was really cold because it was January the, the sun was shining um and then having sharing a bottle of rosé wine between us and having an early night and a really good night's sleep um waking up in the morning and reading my book and having a lazy morning lazy breakfast um was just a fantastic weekend and um after that we would then just phone each other and just say I'm having a pocket um or if we're having a really bad time um had a really bad day say okay I know you're having a tough time but what was your pocket of happiness today just to pull ourselves around from the difficulties and uh after that we then um would regularly well I say regularly maybe once or twice a year um try and replicate that weekend do all the same things because we loved it so much um and then in 2015 um my mum was starting to show signs of not being well uh she was still working she was very active she was a nurse so it's quite a full-on job she loved it didn't make it easy um and there were just a few things that she'd say um, that in hindsight now really we should have paid more attention to it but she had been to the doctors and hadn't really found anything um, and so we you know 
just moved on really everyone's busy getting on with our lives and then we decided to uh take the girls my daughters on uh one of these trips it's the bank holiday weekend in august of 2015 and uh i'd fallen behind a uh, little one it's stone or something in her shoe so um mum went on with the older one they were just looking at stones and various things and as we were walking up I was then behind her and her foot was doing this strange walk like it was sort of coming out uh to the side as she walked like she didn't have much control when I caught up I said uh, what's going on with your foot mum she said oh something's really wrong isn't it I said I think so I mean what is it she said I don't know and my hand I can't write properly um and I said, well, why don't you get yourself back to the doctors tomorrow and go from there? She said, oh, I've got a shift. Uh, I'll try at some point. Oh, I don't want to bother them. It's not an emergency. I said, oh, please, mum, please go to the doctors. Anyway, cut a long story short, a lot of tests, a lot of time, um, a lot happened in between the 1st of September, basically, till the end of December when she was diagnosed with motor neurone disease and of course we were all devastated um mum's always been very close to me always very very close to my brother uh you know really close family um and it was heartbreaking really and between december and june um the only thing we knew really was that each day she was going to get worse and um it felt like our feet were pulled from under us and uh, thrown in it in the deep end, really. Um, by June, she um, had lost, I don't want to say lost her fight, because she, she would have fought really hard. It wasn't losing a fight, but she died. And um, during that time, we spoke about Pockets of Happiness and it actually got us through. And when we lost her, I I felt like I couldn't let go of it. And it, it actually helped me through really bad days that, you know, I've got to see the positive in life and I've got to enjoy the things I can enjoy and not feel guilty for doing that. And then I felt the need to do something with it. And um, I'd been hand stamping um, little metal tags um, just to sell to raise for um, money for motor neurone disease. I'd also run a half marathon and raised about two and a half thousand pounds, which my friends have been very generous, but I felt like I can't do that again. <laughs> and I can't, well, no, sorry, I could do that again. I couldn't ask my friends and family to donate um, anything near that amount of money again. So I wanted to do something else. Um, and it needed to be with pockets of happiness, something it had to continue as her legacy. So um, then I hand stamped uh, Happy on a key ring one day and thought, oh, that's a nice key ring. I'll keep that. That's my pocket of happiness and that will come with me. And then I thought, oh, I know I could uh, I could make a few and give them to some friends and oh, I could give them to the nurses that looked after her. I thought, oh, I, I can't face going to the hospital. I can't face being part of all of that. I could perhaps I could just go and leave them for them uh but I chickened out of that and then I thought well maybe I could just leave them for random people uh obviously I need a little uh, tag to explain what it was and 
so I did that. Then, uh, you know, how useful social media is. I just put a little um, tag handle of what the um, social media was and left them. And then there was quite a big reaction and people loved it. So I made more getting a bit of a repetitive strain injury and the whole stamping each and every letter separately and for some reason I decided to use a typewriter to type the little note so all of that I sort of streamlined and uh, made a little easier and then just left them out and then um, it just felt really really nice so it's a random act of kindness exactly what my mum believed in being kind to other people um, but this was just being kind to strangers and then seeing where they went. Uh, luckily for me, I have a technology focused husband and he was able to then do a website that uh, they could actually track it. So they each have a number of them. And instead of scrolling, 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 trying to find the one that you'd left or where it'd been, you could actually just click on the number, uh, write the number in and click and see where it had been. Um, and that was just really exciting and from there um, I started making little gift packs so you could give them as gifts um, and the money then went um, 10% I decided to give to motion neuron disease um, so that I could keep it as a, a an ongoing project rather than just donating everything and then you know the, the website costs money and the bits to make and it was a nice hobby for a little while but uh, it was draining quite a lot so I thought if I sold those it could be like a proper ongoing um going concern as it were so that's what I did and that's still going uh so we're into year three um and I'm into the out eight thousands so gone quite away with that and I continue to do to do more of that and um from there I have now decided um and been accepted to start uh, studying positive psychology um, the, the course title is applied Pos- positive psychology and coaching psychology um, so I'll be starting that in September and it's really well linked to this and what I believe in and I hope go on to hope um, to help other people uh, either through their own grief or just finding happiness um, and really understanding it in a much deeper level uh, to enable me to help other people find their own happy so that's where we're at that's the introduction and I do hope you like what I've got to say and join me again okay thanks then goodbye <laughs>